She may never sing, she may never show, but you don't know. 
Jason City fashion The parlor is just in black and gold And this dead end town The scene gets older The bluff is fucking from out of the dark A baby's crying and engine dies This post up bust is a sight to behold It's a dead end town So I'm told and been told alright
afternoon, everyone. Uh, the Hats, River City. Barefoot Young, new music on the program. Somebody knew we opened the show with a tasty classic number from the city of Boston. Hi, Think Tree. Um, you remember Think Tree? Hi, Robert. Mm-hmm. Big fan. I would love that band to get back together again. Maybe dreams can come true. They do sometimes. All right, my name is Angel Wood. This is On the Town with Mikey D. I co-op the show as Boston Emissions. We're going to have uh, a great evening of brand new music, some classic numbers. Ruby Rose Fox is here. Very busy woman. Cameron of Eldridge Rodriguez, also here. New record coming out. We're going to talk all about that. Let's do the brand new one from Power Slut. It's called Limits. It's off the forthcoming Fun with Junk. Uh-huh. Uh, big release show February 29th at Once Ballroom in Somerville. I'll tell you more about that.
Juliana Hatfield. Some girls, Juliana Hatfield playing tonight at Once Ballroom, but I don't have any of her new music, um, but I'm not bitter about it. Uh, I am joined by Ruby Rose Fox. You are, okay, so there's a lot going on with you. Welcome. Thank you. You've been around here a lot. I hear you were here last night too, so double head for you. (laughs) It's totally fine. A couple of things. Uh, You have relocated. Yes. This is, Boston's really where you've lived most of your life. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know where you've traveled to and fro, um, but I know that you've been in Bostonian most of the time. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. You went to the Midwest. Let's I talk about it. I went to Chicago, yeah. What is it about Chicago that called to you? Um, I, uh, I lost my affordable housing oh, in no. Boston, oh, and no. I looked at uh, sort of like value proposition and I'm getting older and don't want to live with six roommates anymore. Mm-hmm. And, I hear that. And as things closed and failed at fighting for my spaces, mm. I had to make a choice for me, no matter how much I love this city and mm-hmm. no matter how long I've been here, mm-hmm. I had to make a choice for myself to be healthy mentally and mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. in this world. Mm-hmm. And Boston kicked me out. I'm so sorry to hear that. And it's it's okay. I feel really good about I, where I'm at. But, but I understand. Yeah. I understand. We have an art crisis in this city, and that may sound alarmist, but it's really not. And I know, Cam, you're shaking your head, and you live in the city proper. You live in Austin. I do. But I know that you've seen, I know you're seeing a bunch of stuff change all around you, too. Yeah. I mean. I, you're not. Why can't I hear you? Oh, no. Mm. Does who want to share mine? Um, yeah. Let's let's grab this one and see if this one's working. Hi everybody, Pro Radio. Oh, that works. There we go. There we go. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we got the mics working. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm in I'm in Brighton, Alston, Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the question? We have to still say that Alston, Brighton, Alston, Brighton. Like there's a line <laughs> in between. Uh, Cameron from Eldridge Rodriguez, my other guest this evening and of course blind spots going to play later uh i'm just curious about your input about somebody who is an artist living in boston do you feel like you're getting the squeeze too you live in town none of us can afford to i have always felt like i'm getting the squeeze yeah. in this town mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. 
from day one. <laughs> so I'm probably not the best person to okay. ask. I mean, Fair enough. Yeah, there's <laughs> certainly, certainly things are changing in this town, and we're losing venues, and we're losing um, spots uh, to play out. Um, mm-hmm. But those have been being taken away from me incrementally my entire uh, time here. So I don't know. Well, that sounds awesome. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know what I was getting into because I have this I have this uh, attitude where I want to be a proponent for for the city of great Boston is a lot of things to me Boston isn't just Boston Boston is the greater the greater area Um, like we're in Medford I mean you know when I think about music scenes Lowell has a wonderful music scene in Salem Massachusetts has great things going on and even in Worcester so so on and so forth I mean Worcester's a stretch to call Boston but I feel like on one hand I really want to be a proponent of obviously musicians and people who are making music and being creative but at the same time I know that it's sucking more and more and more I'm watching all of these developments just coming in and annihilating everything there's this development now and I know this is not a new thing but I'm watching the corner that Alston corner right about to to crumble and it's sad but it is i mean i don't know that other cities aren't going through this my inkling is that boston's getting hit a little bit harder Mm. um but i i don't know whether it's i don't know whether it's it's change that happens all the time Mm. but i do know for my time here it feels like things are changing dramatically very quickly Mm -hmm. and not in favor of uh the arts it, the, the city looks so different and and it affects our uh, the i say ours like i still live here mm-hmm. uh, it affects the audiences mm-hmm. because if you are just paying your rent you don't have the resources to go it's Mm-mm. the the first thing to be cut is go see a show yeah is go see take a risk on a band you've never seen before mm-hmm. and so if there's a housing crisis then there's an art crisis mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the expendable income is when the expendable income income is gone. What are you gonna? You know how are you gonna? Yeah. Do? I have just I, put everybody I, on the guest list. And I right, who wants who? Then the, and then everybody wants to get paid after. It's like well, you had seventeen people here. You have to pay the bands, and you have to put everybody on the guest yeah, list. Yeah. Is is the model? And meanwhile, you know, David Foster Wallace was right, and we came up with the best entertainment on the planet. And so people can stay in and watch the best shows ever made, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but when you see That's the numbers right? of how much Boston and Cambridge mm-hmm. make on arts every year mm-hmm. and how little they give back, it's it makes you want to vomit. But how much they want to celebrate their art scene? Oh yeah, to I the mean, outside they'll right. prop you up and take a picture mm-hmm. with the mayor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done it myself mm-hmm. and just puked in my own bathroom. <laughs> You know, yeah, but six other roommates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm with you. So, but you, the the other thing is like you don't want to become that person who's bitter and negative, and isn't a fighter. So right. it's like this thing where you don't want to be that like. But at the same time, you don't want to pretend it's not happening. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like mm-hmm. someone has to shake mm-hmm. the people in power and be like, "You got to care about this, or it's literally going to the, die." There'll be no real reason for people to live here if they don't work in tech. Or, I mean, imagine if Amazon did come here. Well, the, the whole, yeah, the, there's no question the city's catering to the tech and the, mm-hmm. uh, sure knows. you know, the, the pharma uh, groups. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the Seaport District, 
I don't that, know who's that's moving enough, That's like the Jetsons to me. Have you have you gone there? Yeah. The seaport all of a sudden, within like three months' time, became outer space. Yeah. What's great about it is, well, it's not great, but um, the ICA had that great piece of property mm. where you came off the pike and you could see the ICA. And you were like, oh, there it is. So pretty. So great. It's beautiful. It's on the water. And that's completely, it's, it's like a. It's like the up house. Yeah, it's like the uphouse. It's like uh, it's like Death of a Salesman, where oh Willie Loman keeps that little house and they like, keep building up around him. Sure. And that's the ICA. That's supposed to be our cra- so crown lovely. jewel of 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 art. It's so and hard it's to hidden. love this city. Sometimes I do love it, but sometimes they make it really hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and mm. that they they they're pretty proud of that, which I think is really bizarre. I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I don't want. I don't Wait, want. What don't are they proud of? Of just of, of making it hard. Making it hard. Oh uh, yeah. You know, it's yeah, that yeah. old that old New England. Like you know, you know, we're we're tough. We're at some point. I'm like, you know what? I don't forget it. <laughs> I don't need it. You know, you want you want to act jerky? I don't need it. So when you come back, it, you haven't been gone that long. No, less not than a year. Since, no, I just left in November, so, so I'm a you, new newbie. You come back. <laughs> You you're doing it right. You're you're hosting these series of shows, and you're what I realized. I saw you Friday night at Oberon, and I had a lot of takeaways from it. Um, first, I mean, I remember when you were getting back into music. You were in music, and then you left for a while, and you got into theater for a long time, and then you worked your way back into music, yep. and started to develop as an artist and a songwriter. And that's been wonderful to watch. And when I go to see, when I went to see you at Oberon, you really give somebody a performance. I wish more artists would do that. I wish more yeah. artists would give a show, put yeah. on a show. People are going to come and give you money. Give them a show. That sounds like a lot of work. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I know. I know it you. Seems like a lot of work. It is. It is a lot, it of, is work. A lot of work. <laughs> But you're not you're you're doing a Ruby Rose Fox show. You're doing Leonard Cohen, mm-hmm. and you're also doing you have done your your uh, one woman show, mm-hmm. which I can't even imagine how much work goes into all of those costume the costuming and the rehear- good lord, walk us through that. I mean, when did you when do you start working? Will you do one woman show again soon? I probably Possibly? won't because I'm just finishing up a book okay. that I wrote um, because I ended up burning out. Yeah. After the one woman show, I, yeah. bur- I completely burnt out. Mm. My nervous system burnt out. Mm-hmm. And I discovered uh, this thing called polyvagal theory, which is uh, research that trauma therapy stole. So now mm-hmm. I'm teaching artists to learn about and restore their nervous systems so that they can also put on a show without damaging their nervous systems so um, I don't think many people recognize that at all no I mean it's not a thing I wasn't trained in this as an actor it was completely missing from my training so I'm I'm obsessed with this now because Mm. I'm so over the idea that to be an artist you have to be this like self-destructive mess of a person Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm like Mm -hmm. super interested in empowered leaders who are also artists and I mean, we go to shows so that our nervous systems shift. So, but we yet we have no education about how it works mm-hmm. and how it functions and how to shift it mm-hmm. if it goes into one state or another. And so I think I'm going to be concentrating on building that business up for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then probably probably just do music. I really like the one-woman shows, but I also 
I think going into theater made me realize that if I do that, I really need a team Mm -hmm. and I need people to support me and I need funding. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have it, then I can't just do it anyway. I need to be supported. And if not, then I'll do the show that's right at the scale for what I can do to be healthy as a human being. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Mm. That's, that's uh, this. There's so many things involved in that conversation that, I think more artists could be more sustainable in their art. Well, because that's the name of the game, right? Longevity. Mm-hmm. It's like you never know when a song is going to hit. You never know when mm-hmm. success could come or not come. Mm-hmm. And and as an artist, you just make because you make because mm-hmm. that's who you are. Mm-hmm. But to stay in it long enough to make something good for most people, I mean, unless you're some genius artist, which very few of us are. Most of us just have to show up and work. <laughs> and so... If the name of the game is longevity, like, why don't we talk more about how to do that right? I don't know how Keith Richards does it. <laughs> he has there's something. A, there's a deal with the <laughs> devil, baby's blood, something. He definitely made a deal. But I, I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, on that note, let's play some uh, music from Ruby Rose Fox. It's on the town with Mikey DW, MFO. I have a lot of guests tonight, so buckle up.
Austin Emissions. One week, three days, five seconds since I broke the system. The committee's losing their minds, and I'll be fine. Now there's one thing I know you don't know Hey, there's one thing I know you don't know Run on Reagan, kill the radio Run on Reagan, kill the radio Mr. Gorbachev, come Said you'd sign the lease But you wanted the whole damn store The inventory you stole from me I don't want it anymore Cause now there's two things I know you don't know Farmer's almanac says there'll be snow Ronald Reagan killed the radio Ronald Reagan killed the radio Mr. Gorbachev can I make a deal with you Under the table Mr. Gorbachev can I make a deal with you Under the table Thing. 
with Mikey D W M F O, a threefer. We still do that. Uh, Ruby Rose Fox, my guest tonight. You are very, very busy. Uh, very quickly, American Daddy Salt, Ronald Reagan killed the radio. Two from domestic. Uh, bury the body from mm-hmm. domestic. Um, I got really overprotective when I heard. I listened to a lot of podcasts and 
I'm always on the hunt for new ones. And there was a new trailer for uh, a true crime podcast. Its name I have forgotten. Um, I listened to today, as a matter of fact, it's funny because I was prepping for you to come in. I listened to it and I heard bury the body in it. And I was like, hold on. And you wanted to bury Wait the body. a second. Wait a second. I'm telling. And I, of course, ran to Ruby and tattled. And she's like, yeah, I know. It's you're, cool. You're the true mother of this scene. <laughs> I was Pro- like, I'm pissed. I'm going to go after protect. you. <laughs> I love it, Angel. You're- it sounded amazing. And it actually fits perfectly. And I hope they use it a lot. And I hope that, you know, it, it does. I'll, I'll go in the, in the yeah. when you can go and rate it. And I'll just put your name everywhere so people don't find you. <laughs> um, so you are in a whirlwind week. You did a show in Chicago last week. You came Back to Cambridge at Oberon. You're doing um, some classes by day. You're doing another Leonard Cohen presentation. When is that coming up? Um, it's going to be Friday. The early shows Leonard Cohen. The late shows the band. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And you are at the Portsmouth. Yep. And Prez Hall um, is. And then after that is another Leonard Cohen show in the Cape, and then New York. Fantastic. To finish. Yeah. And then you can decompress for a little while. How long does it take you to come down off of it after? Because uh, there's a high that comes from that. I am quite yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, everybody deals with that, the the low of the excitement that comes from touring. But I, I, uh, I started dating someone, so I'm excited about coming home. Oh, very nice. I think I'm just going to watch Netflix to hang with my Latin lover. <laughs> We'll keep it secret. Your secret is safe with us. Now it's on the radio. <laughs> Hopefully he's not listening. I'm going to post it everywhere. <laughs> Don't. Uh, I'm in trouble now. It's been, it's been phenomenal to see, um, to, to watch you. Like I, like I said at the top of the show, it's been really great. You, are, you're, you have this very distinctive style, and I know from watching some stuff that you've been on, some local press, that you weren't completely comfortable with this original sounding voice were oh, yeah. you no 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 i uh i always had this weird th- feeling in my throat um when i was younger mm-hmm. singing and um it wasn't until you know you met me when i started songwriting in like yeah. 2011 yeah maybe but when i got when i left theater and came back to music i just started singing really low mm-hmm. only because it just <laughs> felt so good to yeah. sing it like vibrates your body when you sing low mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know, it's it, a lot of people think I'm a guy when they hear my voice. And so I, you know, had to let go of feeling like I, you know, needed to sound like a woman. And that yeah. was really freeing for me. But, but to see you live, I mean, you're, you're all over the place. You never stay in that low, that yeah, low range. Yeah. Definitely. It goes Do you get, you must get comparisons to people. When you talk about your style, because I hate genres, by yeah. the way, how do you describe your your art? I kind of just say if like Leonard Cohen and Pat and Patti Smith and Roy Orbison and Cher had a baby. Wow, that might a, be it. That's a, that's tough. like Menage Plus. Yeah, that's like gangbang territory. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> all together, all together. <laughs> But that's a tough one. It's crude. It's crude. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. I mean, it's tough. I, mm-hmm. I have my own thing, mm-hmm. my own genre, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Which is like uh, definitely been a curse for my career to not have a box to go in. 
because I'm not folk and I'm not rock and At I'm all. not R&B and I'm not soul and I'm not anything. So I usually sound like I just say I'm like a like a new Annie Lennox, maybe. Oh, nice. Oh, that's a good one. Um, what is on the horizon? What is if you were to clue us in on some of the things that you want to work on in 2020? What's your 2020 look like? So um, I swore off all grant writing for the next wow. lifetime because it's too disappointing and exhausting. Mm-hmm. So um, what I'm doing is um, I'm finishing a book I've been writing for a couple years and I'm making a video masterclass. So I'm going to be focusing on helping um, artists regulate their nervous systems um, probably until June working on that project because um, I'm just so passionate about it mm-hmm. and then after that I'll probably uh, I'll probably try to make a new record but you know that's expensive so I have to I have to figure out how to make that money and make it work. Is the book you're working on educational? Yeah or is totally it? it's nonfiction. Okay, and it's based on um, something called polyvagal theory um, I don't was, even. I don't even yeah. know what that is. <laughs> uh, trauma therapist stole it, and uh, I stole it for performing. And yeah, it's endlessly fascinating, and I'm super excited about well, it. Well, I am um, such a fan. Thank you, Angel. And so um, I'm so uh, happy that you're move that you've you've been able to move to a new place. And I feel like the, there's a new muse for you in a new city. Definitely. Chicago's a new muse for you. For sure. I feel that. Yeah. So, um, but safe I also travels. feel th- your love too. So thanks. Thanks for mm-hmm. supporting. And My pleasure. Thanks for being yeah. here. I know that you have a, an incredibly busy, uh, still a couple, well, week or so ahead. So thanks yeah. for taking some time out and visiting. Um, I will me. keep in touch. And I promise when I am in Chicago, I will come and see you. Yes, let's party. Uh, we're going to return with Cameron from Eldridge Rodriguez. Let's do something from the Shirts and Shoes Great Bands. It's Boston Emissions on On the Town with Mikey DWMFO.
on the town with Mikey D, WMFO. Uh, that is a rock and roll band called Pre-Game Rituals, Devil's Son. We heard a new one from War on Alexandria, Give Me Company. 21 Grams More, also new music on the program. I'm stacked with new music. I am up to here. Um, trying to figure out how to how to store my digital library. It is not easy. Uh, 21 Grams More did Water, a uh, Wine from Water. We heard Eldridge Rodriguez, Your Dead Boyfriend, and the Shirts and Shoes at the Top with Wolf. Thank you very much to Ruby Rose Fox for coming in. Very action-packed week plus that Ruby has going on. So it's very kind of her to take some time and visit with us. Cameron, mm. um, sometimes I think I should call you Eldridge Rodriguez as sort of your nom de plume, your alter ego. Mm. Um but you're okay with going with Cameron from Eldridge Rodriguez. That's right. What is the idea of, not who is Eldridge Rodriguez, because that's silly, but what is the, the idea behind it? Where did it come from? Is it an actual person that you know? Is, did it come to you in a dream? No. Um, what happened was uh, I was playing, I lived in L.A. around 96, mm-hmm. and I played some smaller shows out there. Um. I don't know. I was I was reading an Eldridge Cleaver biography at the time, and I liked the first name, and I always had these. Uh, I just I just like the name. It doesn't roll off the tongue like 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 showbiz names should. <laughs> and I like that. Uh, and then um, you can't when, get the Twitter handle. What's that? You can't get that Twitter handle. <laughs> no, it's a long one. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, when the beatings were playing. Uh, we got into a name dispute with a with another band, um, really from the UK, and they badmouthed us in NME. I know the beatings. Yeah, they badmouthed us in NME, and then Mojo Magazine took our side. It was this whole peen match, which we didn't really have oh, anything to do with. That's really cool, though. Uh, it was really frustrating and really stressful at the time. Uh, and when I we when were I you in danger of losing the name? Was it one of those? Such no way. <laughs> that was never going to happen. F that. Yeah, and then. Uh, and so I started using when I started playing solo. I started using the Eldridge Rodriguez name because so I was it's like, like your dashboard confessional. Well, no one's going to steal. It. I don't know what that means. That's a reference I don't understand. <laughs> okay. But uh, but no one's going to steal it. <laughs> you know, like there wasn't one kid. There's one kid on MySpace whose real name was Eldridge Rodriguez. Yeah, I bet. And and I felt really bad for that kid. Oh. Or I felt really good. I don't know. Maybe he liked it. He may I don't have. Know. He may have dug it because everybody thought he was a rocker. Maybe. Maybe. Or he might have been getting, like, I don't know, our, our bad mail. <laughs> Do we get bad mail? He might get your messages on Facebook now. That's, yeah, Do you ever can, look him up? He can have Invite them. him to the show? Yeah. I think he's in the Midwest. <laughs> you have, like, a full, you have a, 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 a eternal spot on the guest list. Yeah. Any if Eldridge he, Rodriguez in the United States of America. If they show up, yeah. If they show up, but they don't get a plus one. So <laughs> if they show up, they can get in, but they're not... Their guest can. That's fantastic. So you did. Um, you just put out a new Eldridge Rodriguez record, "Slightest of Treason." I don't mm. know what that means. Just a little bit of treason, just a teeny tiny, like a speck. It seems that that's what we, as a country, are willing to uh-huh. accept. Uh-huh. You know, mm. which you know, we've heard people say, "Oh, it's just a, it was just a little bit of criminality." You know, it wasn't you know? Just look the other way. Just yeah, it's just it's not it's not that much stuff. <laughs> um, so it, it seemed timely. Um, I don't think there's many people uh, of our ilk who are not um, 
politically aware at, at this point. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it was a fairly political, uh, politically written album. It was written like during a time that I was going through a horrible personal uh, time. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it cathartic to, to do this? Does it did it help kind of shake out those ghosts a little bit for you? No, no. no. It just it it helped me articulate them. Mm. But while that was happening, Donald Trump was elected to mm. uh, office. So it was really like 2016 mm-hmm. was a real one-two punch. Good double header. Uh, and I was just, it, you know, you just. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started writing about it, and mm-hmm. that's what came out. Very nice. I, I'm looking at the photograph, and I know this doesn't translate well in radio. I took that. But what is this? A, 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 is, that the, is that in the city hall? That is in is city hall. Is that the record, the court records That clerk? is the court records. That's I've right. I've been there. Yeah. Looks very wow. I was paying a parking ticket. It's incredible that I that I pulled that out, huh? I was paying a parking ticket, and that scene was as was, and I just snapped a photo of it. I will put this on Instagram for everybody who's listening live right now, so you can know what the heck I'm talking about. And that sign, the death sign above the death records, yeah. which is very beautifully uh, calligraphied, <laughs> um, is no longer there. What? So they have a they have a proper sign there. So uh, that's a little bit of history too because i'm a history buff that's very cool i'm I'm just shocked at the fact that i was able to call out that very location that's, that's, it's a very <laughs> that's a little know, scary that, that brutalist architecture it's so uh, sticks out you are uh celebrating the release show in march at great scott in alston the, right. the, the 12th do i have the date correct the 14th okay i was close yeah I was two days off, forgive me. Yeah, well, they can go on the 12th and then come uh, back on the 14th. Eldridge Rodriguez, Mini Beast, Yeah. who I don't really know very much about. Oh, Peter Prescott's band? Mm. They're so good. Mm. They're so good. I saw them um, a couple months ago at Great Scott, mm-hmm. uh, and they're great. I mean, it's just, it's 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 loud, it's cre- It's not, it's just beautiful art. It's what music should be. Uh, it, it, it shows, it, what they're doing shows the possibility of what rock music can do and what it can be and still be in the genre of uh rock it is experimental it's rhythmic it's really beautiful uh yeah i'm a huge fan of 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 mini beast and pete prescott and and that whole outfit he's got going and you said possibly another act on it uh blood built empire oh nice are on the bill as well and Sweeping Promises are on the bill as well. I don't know Sweeping Promises. Uh, they uh, also play in a band called Mini Dresses, uh-huh. and this is another project um, that they're that they're doing. So it's a f- to those four bands, or three bands and us, total of four. My math was right the first time. I can, I got to stop <laughs> second guessing myself. We are fascinating. Um, I would love you to play something off the record. Would you do that for me? I would love to. Do you want me to play something off the record, off the CD, off the compact disc as you get ready? That would be the best. That would be amazing. Yes. See, we've done this before. I this know, is old hat it's for old us. Hat. Um, coming up at ten thirty, Blind Spot will be live from Studio D. Looking very forward to that. Um, Joel Simkis is engineering, and uh, I appreciate that he keeps the show going because without him, this show, well, quite frankly, it just wouldn't exist.
the town with Mike D. W. M. F. O. It's Medford. Eldridge Rodriguez, brand new record, Slightest of Treason. Uh, yeah, it's about what you think. Country and Western. Uh, CD release show. Release show. Vinyl, you doing cassettes. Cassette release show. No cassettes. March 14th at Great Scott in Austin. It's not Great Scott's, by the way. It's Great Scott. All right. Uh, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much for we having We haven't me. had this, you know, back and forth kind of thing on the radio in a while, Cameron of Eldridge Rodriguez. Uh, so thanks for being here. What are you going to do for us? Uh, I'm going to do a song called Psychic Darts. I like that one. It's pretty good. All right.
Brooks on the town with Mikey D. WMFO. Cameron Kyber, not actually Eldridge Rodriguez. I'm glad we cleared that up. Uh, thank you for mystery. being here. Thank you for being here. Psychic Dart, that's one of my favorites off the new record, by the way. So I probably you told you much. that a couple of times. Thanks. Um, Eldridge Rodriguez, slightest of treason available everywhere now. Right, is it? It's out everywhere now. Officially. It is. It's in the stores. It's in Newberry Comics on vinyl. If nice. you want to go and be like physical copies mm-hmm. of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you can also order it at the Midriff re- website at uh, www.midriffrecords.com. Very nice. And uh, pick it up at the show on March 14th pick at up Great Scott Show. Uh, ElderDrodriguez.com will bring you to a store to buy it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I will walk you to a store to buy it if you want to make time to do that. <laughs> Just buy that record. Support living artists. On the time with Mikey D. WMFO Medford. Live from Studio D, it's Blind Spot.
Yeah, yeah, what's up? We're Blindspot. Playing some tunes here on WMFO Radio. Thank you guys so much for having us. That song is called Sinking Fast. This next one's a little dancey. We call this All I Had to Give.
Hey, thanks. We're going to play our brand new song next. This one is called Upside Down. We have a music video for this one. The lead single off our next EP.
Thanks. That's the latest single from us called Upside Down. Check that out on YouTube. Uh, we got a couple music videos. So this next one was um, our single right before that. We got a video for this, too. This is All I Am. spot at WMFO radio this is pretty cool I wish you guys could see this I feel like I'm at band practice Chris and I facing each other if only I could hear myself this well at band practice this is amazing this next one is called strangers this is one of my favorites <laughs>
Our name is Blindspot. We're gonna play two more songs here for you guys on WMFO. We got a lot of new music coming up. All our originals are from our debut EP. Our next one's gonna be coming out hopefully this summer. This one is called Voices. Yeah. 
Thank you. We are Blindspot. I just want to express our gratitude for having us on tonight. Boston Emissions with Angel Wood, WMFO Radio. Joel for doing an amazing job mixing. Thank you, guys. Uh, this is going to be our last song. We call this one Mr. Right.
On the town with Mikey D. WMFO. Thank you very much. Uh, we will talk to Blindspot in just a moment. Let's do something new from Killian Wallets. On the town with Mikey D. WMFO.
find a place Sweeping back and forth in thought And distance kept and time erased Somewhere between the past and now Could be broken like a heel Somewhere in the here and now Structured I am steel
It's on the town with Mikey D. WMFO Medford. Thank you very much, by the way, um, Blind Spot, for coming in. A couple of things. You just flew back from Vegas. Yep. <laughs> seeing Aerosmith for how Alexa, how many times? You, you are the. Um, I think you are the biggest Aerosmith fan I know. I know a lot of Aerosmith fans. That's big coming from you. Thank you. But I think you might be the biggest Aerosmith fan I know. I'm the biggest one I know. How (laughs) many times have you seen Aerosmith to date? Because I think it's fascinating. Okay, 23. (laughs) Whoa. Where did it come from? Like, how did you get into them? You're considerably younger than the average Aerosmith fan. Can I say (laughs) that without dating the rest of us? You know, it's crazy. I don't even know. It has nothing to do with them even being from Boston. It was like my parents used to play Mm -hmm. classic rock in the car. We'd go for long car rides. I'm an only child. And, you know, they love music. And it was just something about that band that stuck with me. And I just wanted to keep playing it over and over. And my dad would be like, all right, choose a CD, anything but Aerosmith, (laughs) because we just ran it into the ground. Yeah. I don't know. Uh Mm Mm-hmm. You did get. I saw that you did get to meet Steven a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, I did. Did you just jump out of your skin? <laughs> uh, the last time, so we had played Laconia Fest. Yeah, I remember and, that. Yeah, and he played as well. So that was probably the best time because we just kind of met in the crowd, and I fell, I fell on the ground and cried. Really? It was ridiculous. And you really had a moment, didn't you? I had a crazy. I blacked out. <laughs> I had to be like reminded what happened. Wow. And he asked me like the name of like our band and stuff. So it was just absolutely crazy. Did you have it written on your arm yes. at the time? Yeah. It's in the yeah. picture. Good plan. Good plan. Yeah. Now, how do you do you just are you as enthusiastic about this or you just kind of go along for the ride? Uh-huh. Um, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit along for the ride, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do like them. I respect them. So, yeah. yeah. So wh- who's your favorite band that you drag Alexa out to see? <laughs> I don't know if I'm dragging her, but uh, you too. Okay. All They're right. big for me too. Well, that's really interesting that those are your favorite bands. I, I, I respect I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. Uh, after all, I've been doing classic rock for a number of years when I'm not doing this. Um, so what's, what's on the horizon? You guys are very active. Yes. I know that you usually play like every like three or two or three weeks. We do. Um, is it just that if you are not playing a show that you just you can't stand yourselves? I think that's are you at that, the case that for me. State for you? The case for me, absolutely. And I feel like with Chris, I'm like afraid to text him with another show opportunity <laughs> because he's like, Alexa, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> you know, because we do we do everything ourselves with recording, mm-hmm. and um, Chris does all our mixing and mastering, so it takes up a lot of time because you know we got to do it all and. Mm-hmm. There's only so many hours in a day, but we love to play, you know, mm-hmm. both of us, I think. And, you know, we had a couple shows in January, and then all of a sudden we had four shows in January, and it was just crazy. Did you get inundated with offers post-Rumble or during? Absolutely. The Rumble created so much networking for us. It was it was the highlight of 2019 for us, absolutely. Um I mean, it exposed us to a whole new audience of people that had never seen us before. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, we have played with so many of the bands that were in the Rumble with us for the first time after the Mm -hmm. Rumble. You know, some that we didn't know before and we're all great friends. Like, it's such an amazing experience. I know your next show on the 22nd is with 
all rumble people, with the exception of Hans, but Hans is from Corner Soul. Corner so Soul. Yeah. So it's sort of, you know, six of one. Right? Yeah. Babes set fire, they won, you know. We played with Power Slut in January, mm-hmm. which was really special since, you know, they have their wrap up coming mm-hmm. up at once at yeah, the end of the, the month. Yeah, the 29th. Yeah. They're know. calling it a day. Yeah. Um, what's on, so what do you, what do you want to do? You've been, I know you start your, the trajectory of the band sort of went like, uh, get on board some bigger shows yep. to grow your fan base. And yep. I, I know you did that for a while doing like opener slots. And then you moved into the, another realm of sort of local scene. Mm-hmm. And then you do some touring too. Yeah. More touring? How has that experience been for you? There's only two of you, so that makes it, the rides a lot easier. That's so oh, yeah. much easier. I don't know. Chris and I are like the same brain. So it's like we, we fight like cats and dogs, but we get along so well. And we when we fight, it's never about anything like band related mm-hmm. because for some reason we always like seem to be on the same page with mm-hmm. our goals mm-hmm. and I think that's why once we became a two piece everything kind of took off in the right direction because it just became easy mm-hmm. and um, we love touring we think that that opened up a lot f- of growth um, gaining fans just like in other states that you stay mm-hmm. in touch with and then you know they help you out when you come back and then you help them out when they come to you um, so this spring will be our eighth tour wow. that we have coming up, and it'll be our first time um, going out to California. Wow. West Coast and stuff. So you're going to drive across and then yeah. make stops all the way along? Probably, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So it's a long one. Yeah, it is. You know, that's a lot of driving because we're all the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who does all the driving? We switch. Oh, well, that's fair. I wish I could say it was Chris, but he'd never let me get away with it. <laughs> you gotta get um, where are some of the venues in California that you're going to hit up? So we have a venue. So we played with um, a drummer from the House on Cliff who has recently separated, and two of them moved out to San Diego. Okay. So we're going to play with new their new project out there. It's um, 710 Beach Club. It's mm-hmm. like a venue on the beach. So uh-huh. sounds like that a dream suck. to me. Yeah, I've never <laughs> been to California, so... Um, we're going to try to hit up L.A., San Francisco, um, just as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Hopefully do like a full solid week mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. and just do a lot of sightseeing too. Well, it's a beautiful place. If yeah. if this is your first trip out there, it's a really beautiful place. So the the drives are pretty great. Yeah. Just driving up the highway along the ocean is pretty amazing. So wow. do that. Awesome. Do that. Um, so new record, you're thinking of Summer? Hopefully summer. It could be full, early full fall. Full length? What are you doing? Um, I mean, we called the last one an EP. It was yeah. eight songs, so <laughs> that was like a debate. Uh-huh. Um, this one's going to be six. Okay. So it's a little bit less. We'll probably still call it an EP. You can call it whatever. But uh, Upside Down that we came out with in September, that mm-hmm. was the first single. Um, and then we're going to have another single and video, I'd say like two months. And then after that, we'll release the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we just want to push individual songs a little bit that we feel strongly about. And then we're going to be on the road. So we'll probably wait till we get back from California to... Do you guys do your own videos too? We work with um, my friend that I met in high school that has his own um, video production company. Mm-hmm. Who is that? Give uh, him a plug. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 41st Casanova. We've done four <laughs> music videos with them. Did you guys meet in school? How do you guys know each other? Through friends. So we never went to the same school, but we 
Chris played in metal bands, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Which ones? You know. Megadeth, was that you? <laughs> Megadeth, Metallica, <laughs> the big four. So I stole them. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I was friends with some of the kids he was playing with, so I used to go to their band practices. I was like the groupie. This is before I even picked up a microphone. And uh, Chris, he started dabbling in recording, so he was like, oh, come over, like, I'll learn how to record. You can uh, have a couple songs to burn on a CD for mm-hmm. your family. <laughs> and uh, we stayed in touch. Mm-hmm. And then he asked me to do an open mic with him and a couple other kids uh, my freshman year of college. And I almost said no. And uh, a couple people pushed me to do it, and here we are. Did you know you could sing? I had no idea. Not until Chris told me. You figured it out as you went along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And was your first... Where was your first live gig? The Space in Lowell. Really? Which was an open mic that he had asked me to do. I had never performed before. And then, did you was Blindspot born then? Yeah. Or did Pretty it much, just yeah. sort of come later on? Yeah. That was sort of the infancy? I think we, we did like two years of just the Space open mic. <laughs> and tried having band practices probably like once every two months. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know I don't know what changed, but I think maybe we started writing more, and then we just got more into it and more dedicated, and then it clicked. It started to feel good. Right. The confidence started to come, right? Yeah, I think I think once you have a song that you feel like you know proud of, mm-hmm. then it it drives you to want to do more. All influenced by Steven Tyler. There's got to be other influences in there. Absolutely, just Steven Tyler. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. For me, um, I mean, I'll throw Stevie Nicks out there. Yeah. Um, Haley Williams from Paramore. Yeah, she's great. Amazing. Um, I mean, definitely U2 is big for me, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up, I love Led Zeppelin. So, I mean, classic rock, and then we get into more, like, indie alternative lately with, like, The Killers and Kings of Leon, and we love the 1975 lately. Any pop stuff? Do you guys... Are you down with any of the pop stuff? Because yeah. your songs definitely have a pop edge, if mm. there's such a thing. I think that's what we're trying to evolve to, mm-hmm. yeah. Throw some out. Help me out here. I mean, Churches is mm-hmm. popular, electronic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? I like, uh, I mean, 1975 is yeah, very pop. Yeah, yeah. We love that's that. kind of kind of in that pocket, for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for coming. I appreciate you doing that turnaround. Totally. Thank it, you for having us. That's sort of the... Um, benefits of only having two people right yeah scheduling becomes a lot easier like you can look and say what are you doing okay (laughs) in this case he was just sitting next to me on the plane so (laughs) i had to wake him up but no i was probably sleeping yeah um so 23 times you have seen aerosmith i am sure there must be some guinness book record out there um I would love. Yeah, I can't to imagine hold who holds it that has seen them more than twenty-three times. But Fenway Park twenty-four. We, we should. Find, oh, I know. Yes. That's going to be an amazing show. I know. I, I mean, know. they've never played. I remember back in the day when I would see Aerosmith on New Year's Eve at the Garden. Wow. I mean, I, I was young, and I'm quite sure that I snuck out of the house or <laughs> lied to my parents that I was going to someone's house, right? And we would go to see Aerosmith. Um, cats out of the bag. Um, yeah. But for them to play at Fenway, I mean, I back then they weren't there weren't shows at Fenway, but it just seems like a no-brainer to have Aerosmith play at Fenway Park. Their 50th anniversary. Yeah, it's perfect. Good it's going to be wild. I don't remember who's playing with them. Uh, who was it? 
Extreme. Oh, right. Right. Of course. Steven loves of Nuno. Of course. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> well, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, um, you know, picking up the phone, so to speak, <laughs> and coming in. Calling. We have some show left, so I will work my way through the top five songs of the week. We're going to start it off with Old Soul. of the week.
Austin Emissions Songs of the Week.
Nation's Songs of the Week.
WMFO Medford. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who tuned into the show tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks to Joel for holding down the fort, as he does. Thank you to Blindspot for coming in, even after uh, flying in from Las Vegas. I do appreciate that. Uh, thank you to Ruby Rose Fox. Thank you to Cameron from Eldridge Rodriguez. Very quickly, we did the top five. You didn't know it, but Old Soul... Uh, like no surprise, Eldridge Rodriguez, your dead boyfriend, number four. Howl, Anthem for the Anxious at three. Hyber, Feel at two. And that was Mosaic Mirrors, Smoke and Mirrors. All of this will be up at bostonemissions.com in some variation. Uh, in the meantime, you can uh, go out and see a rock and roll show. Why don't you? Boston, Boston Emissions. emissions.